The Carolina Hurricanes are searching for their fourth straight win, and they're looking to get that tonight at home against the St. Louis Blues as they kick off a three-game week. Find out how they can come away with the win in tonight's game in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of today. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, like I said, the Carolina Hurricanes are taking on the St. Louis Blues and Hurricanes looking to get their fourth straight win, and the Blues are looking to avoid their third straight loss. So this is going to be an interesting game tonight. The Blues are not the same team that we've seen in years past. Really been struggling this year, I believe. They are sitting at... Oh, man. Blues are at... Dude, 26, 27, and 3 this year. 55 points and 6 in the Central Division there. 10 points out of a wild card spot there in the Western Conference as of recording. So they're kind of struggling right now. They're just coming off of dealing their captain, Ryan O'Reilly, to Toronto. If you remember, about a week, or, week, week and a half ago, they dealt... Vladimir Tarasenko to the New York Rangers. And, you know, they're just kind of realizing that they're, that the time has come to really kind of move on from some of these guys. So they're starting to ship people off, you know, and get assets and whatnot, which you see that all the time in professional sports. But, you know, just because they're struggling and they're starting to blow things up there in St. Louis does not mean that the Hurricanes need to underestimate this team and think it's going to be a cakewalk because it's not going to be. I've said that countless times that, yeah, just because the team isn't is good, it doesn't mean that it's they're not an NHL team and they can't win the game. You know, they've won 26 games this year, three losses have been forced into overtime so yeah they they can still win games and yeah the hurricanes you know they in the past you know we've been critical of them you know underestimating teams that you think would be a, a uh an easy win can't do that tonight and i think the hurricanes do realize that and i'm really looking forward to this game because well, the Blues are struggling. The Hurricanes are rolling right now. Again, they're looking for their fourth straight win. You know, they're coming off the win in the stadium series against the Capitals. We'll talk more about the stadium series and just that whole experience in one of the episodes tomorrow. And 
you know, one thing that I said last week, yeah, that I wanted to see was Yasiri Kotniemi, you know, really step up to the plate. And that's, and he has since then. And, you know, he has scored the opening goal in back-to-back games. And he has seven points in his last six games. So that's what I want to see from Yasiri Kotniemi. I want to see him stepping up to the plate like this. And, you know, with, with that, you know, it's, it's nice to see you know, things starting to pay off for him. You know, he's, you know, been under the microscope since he came here, you know, with that microscope or, or since the offer sheet, excuse me. And I'm really enjoying to see things paying off for him. You know, his hard work, you know, he's worked his butt off, you know, to earn you know his spot there on the second line center. And it you're starting to see it on the score sheet. And, you know, when they signed him to that big center, that's what they expected. You know, that's what they wanted out of him, you know, to be, you know, seven points in the last six games. You know, they're, they're wanting him, you know, to not only you know, just play a good all-around game out on the ice, you know, show up on the score sheet. You're a second-line center. Supposed to. <laughs> but, you know, Things are paying off for him, and then yeah, his line mate Marty Natchez, absolutely killing it this season. I when I was taking my notes for this episode, I didn't believe it when I first saw it. He's leading the team in points right now. He's coming off uh, yet another multi-point game, and he's coming off a three-point game alone in the stadium series game against the Capitals. He's leading the team in points with 51 points, and 22 goals, and 29 assists. Again, I, I still had to double take when I read it there on the notes. Yes, like I knew he was having a killer season, but I didn't even realize it. It was as good as what it was. And talk about a bounce back season. So obviously, y'all want to see that continue with him. See it continue tonight. See you continue in the next game against Ottawa and yeah, just keep it rolling with him. Yeah, he's having a heck of a season. And again, still didn't believe it when I read it here in my notes that the fact that Mar- Martin Natchez is leading the team in points and not in a bad way, in a good way, too. And, you know, when it comes to the guys in between the pipes as well. We're good there. Yeah, as of recording at a little after 10 in the morning, no lineup has been announced, but you know, I imagine it's gonna be the same as what we've seen. I think you know the only thing, you know, maybe you flip the goalie, but it really doesn't matter because both have been really, really good. So it's just one of those things. Whatever Rod decides to do, it'll work out. Yeah, Freddie, he has he's at eight one and zero and a point nine one two save percentage since he came back from injury. On Toronto is eleven zero and two since mid November. So again, whatever Rod decides to do, not going to be a bad decision. So yeah, it's so many times. 
Yeah, I've speculated. Oh, yo, we're going to go with this goalie. We're going to go with that goalie. We're going to flip this line, flip that line, whatever. I've been wrong quite often uh, whenever I do my lineup predictions. Uh, but, you know, with the way the team has been rolling as of late, you can't go wrong with either with whichever goalie you decide to put in. I've, I would put money on Auntie Ranta, but, you know, again, I've been around countless times, but, you know, Freddie, he's gotten the starts, you know, past, the past few games. So I would go with Ranta, you know, let Freddie sit so you don't overwork him and then just go from there. As far as, you know, forward lines, uh, unless there is an injury that we are not aware of. I imagine it's pretty much going to be the same with as what we've been seeing is same with defensive pairs. I, unless there's something going on that we are not aware of, I'd say it's probably going to be the same thing we've been seeing, but you know, it is what it is. And you know, whatever, yeah, if Rod decides to flip a few guys in the forward group, go for it. Uh, I'm at, I don't see defensive pairs getting moved at all. So, yeah, that's going to be what it is. And then whatever goalie, you know, it's going to be the right decision. That's the thing. You know, no, there's not a wrong move here. Again, I think it's just going to be the way it's been going. But, you know, with tonight's game, there definitely is things that the Hurricanes need to accomplish in this game. For sure, if they're wanting to come away with the win, start the week off right. You know, they got three games this week. They want to get off on the right foot. Let's not have a stadium series hangover or anything like that. We're going to talk about the keys to the game right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, all right, stadium series come and gone, but we got games tonight. We got three games this week. And if you're wanting to place a bet on any of the Hurricanes games this week or any other game, you know, whether it's basketball or whatever, FanDuel has you covered. We're at the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Or, again, if you're wanting to bet on a hockey game, FanDuel has you covered there. Like I said, Hurricanes got a busy week coming up. And then we got this whole back half of the season as well. So if you want to bet on your Hurricanes or your other favorite hockey team, FanDuel has you covered. And plus, FanDuel lets you combine bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now, keys to the game tonight. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, Blues have been struggling as of late. And 
you know, they're just dealt their captain. They dealt Vladimir Tarasenko uh, not too long ago as well. You know, I, I thought, you know, the Hurricanes could potentially make a move for, but, you know, it ended up just not being the case. And that's fine. You know, we're, we're just going to move on to the next one. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, you know a big thing with this is don't underestimate the Blues. And, you know, I've said that many times. You know, it's potential trap game here. You know, the Blues aren't the team that they they were, you know, a couple years ago. They aren't the team they were last year. But that doesn't mean that they can't win hockey games. They've shown, yeah, they can. Again, they've won 26 this year, 26, 27, and 3. You know, they can force overtime. You know, hasn't done it very often, but. You know, anything can happen on any given night in the NHL. And, you know, with that, I think, yeah, the Hurricanes do understand, you know, that this is sort of a trap game, sort of. You know, it's not like a an Arizona or, or something like that where it's like, oh, okay, you know, obviously. That, but this still is a game that going in, this is a game that the Hurricanes are supposed to win, especially this year. and. You know, I feel like the Hurricanes, you know, with that, again, do not underestimate the Blues. That is going to be big here. You know, don't just, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. This is an easy night tonight, guys. You know, nothing like that. You know, so don't underestimate them. You know, play it like you would any other game. And I think, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing tonight is you know, don't think it's cakewalk. You know, don't think you can just, you know, sit back and relax, you know, just give you know, 80% effort or anything like that. No, uh, Hurricanes need to go out there and give 100%. And I do think they will. Uh, but, you know, another big thing, you know, with this is, you know, getting off to a strong start. Uh, you know, in so many instances, you know, they have not wanted to play the full 60 minutes and, you know, kind of their period. They sit back and, you know, just do whatever, just like, hey, you know, just take their foot off the gas. And, you know, they can't do that tonight. And, you know, obviously you're playing the full 60. But again, you ought to you have to get off to a strong start. I mentioned earlier with Yesperi Kotanyemi, you know, him scoring in back to back opening contests. I'd like to see that again. You know, he's kind of on a bit of a roll right now. Let's see that continue. And in the last game in the stadium series, about two and a half minutes, you know, that he scored in that game. And, you know, let's take advantage of, you know, the Blues, you know, having to deal off, you know, some really big pieces uh, of their of their roster and you know let's again let's take advantage of that you know they're like i said they're not the team that they were let's take advantage of it you know and really just go out and show why you know the hurricanes are a stanley cup contending team i think that's going to be big it could be a big statement like hey you know we can beat anyone on any night whether you're good whether you're bad, middle of the road, doesn't matter. Hurricanes are going to beat you. And I do think this is a night where the Hurricanes don't underestimate the Blues. 
they get off to a strong start. You know, again, we see Yasbiri Kotniemi continue to, you know, get off to hot starts in the games. And then the big thing, you know, Hurricanes playing the full 60 minutes. Don't take the foot off the gas. You know, you ain't got to run up the score, but, you know, you know, don't just kind of sit back and let the Blues make any sort of comeback. You know, if that's the case, you know, at that point in the game, can't let that happen, guys. Cannot let that happen. And again, it's a busy week. You know, we got some momentum on our side. You know, we've run three straight, looking to get four straight. We got a busy week. You know, we got three games this week, folks. You know, we got tonight against St. Louis. Then next game is we're going to find out. It is against Ottawa. I do know that, but we're going to. So on Friday, again, in, no, it's here. Friday against Ottawa, and then Saturday against Anaheim. You know, the Hurricanes got a busy week this week. And, you know, let's, you know, start it off right. And because sometimes you may think, oh, yeah, it's just one game, whatever. But, you know, they got momentum on their side right now. You know, let's keep that going. You know, let's keep building. And I do think that the Hurricanes will do that tonight. I really do. They are, they're rolling and they're firing on all cylinders and everyone is stepping up and doing their job. And that's what's going to take this team into the playoffs and potentially to a Stanley Cup. But, you know, that's it for tonight. But you know, one thing I do want to talk about is this past weekend and you know what that meant, you know, for the organization and the fan base. You know, we're gonna talk more about that right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, as you can hear, I'm a little under the weather. I don't feel great. But you know, that doesn't mean that you can't feel great. And one thing that can help you feel good is Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, yeah, they've been a longtime sponsor of the show. And, you know, multivitamins are really, really important. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. And it's important that you choose one with a high-quality ingredient, high-quality ingredients so that your body will actually absorb them. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing that you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add into these winter months as we don't get that much sunlight. And as you guys know, it is lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It's going to be right for you. So, And it also contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. And AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements 
to look out for your house. I'm going to drink mine once I get done with this recording. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, looking back, you know, on the stadium series, this was, you know, we'll we'll talk more about it in one of the episodes tomorrow. You know, we got, you know, got to recap tomorrow's game. And then I want to do a full episode dedicated to the stadium series and just what it meant for Raleigh for the Hurricanes and what we can expect moving forward. But, you know, just quick thoughts on, on this is, you know, I, it, it was really something, you know, it is a once in a lifetime experience of going and experiencing that, you know, especially in Raleigh. It's not like, oh, you know, the, they're playing against Boston or whatever. They're in Fenway or Gillette or whatever, you know, a team that's experienced it a lot. It's not like that. The Hurricanes were hosting this. Insane. It, it, absolutely insane to think about. And, you know, they really, the Hurricanes, you know, We'll talk more about how I feel like the league kind of shortchanged uh, folks and things that I think NC State could have done a bit better. Uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But, you know, the Hurricanes themselves, they killed it. And they went all out and like the fan fest downtown. And you know, getting, you know, the concert, you know, together, you know, they're at PNC and, you know, just everything, it, the hurricane, they nailed it. And I know I've been critical of the jerseys and whatnot. We'll do our jersey tier list as well. But, you know, you could have so many stadiums, so, so many people were in the stadium series jerseys. And, and I'm like, okay, you know, at, that point, you know, you see so many folks wearing them. Like, all right, it may be may not be my personal cup of tea, but yeah, they're not god awful. They're not like the Smashville ones or anything like that, where you know, yeah, you, you just don't want to wear them. Yeah, they they nailed that. And plus, like once they were out on the ice, kind of skating around, they. All right, yeah, they looked a bit better. You know, the full full get up and all that. You know, they looked better then. But the atmosphere there, you know, the Hurricanes really, you know, they were wanting to go for a college football atmosphere. I think they really kind of nailed that. Uh, having the NC State band out there, the college students down on the floor. Yeah, obviously the mascots, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wolf out there and I think they really they really nailed it and it was definitely an experience that it's hard to put into words I was like oh yeah I can do this 
you know, I can do a quick segment of talking about the experience and whatnot. And now that I'm doing it, I'm like, crap. It, it was an experience that's hard to put into words, especially like when you've been, a, I mean, whether you're a new fan, an old fan, or whatever, it is an experience like no other. And to, you know, having been a fan since I was a little kid, you know, to see like how far they've come. You know, my first game, you know, it was still called Raleigh Entertainment and Sports Arena. Then obviously RBC Center and PNC Arena. And it's crazy. And, you know, you, there's so many people there for the Hurricanes. Obviously, a lot of Washington Capital fans, and that's fine. You know, that's absolutely fine. I want them to be there. But, like, whenever, like, it was a Hurricanes crowd. Because so often, you know, you know, whether it's like the Capitals or the Penguins or the Rangers, there's a lot of the opposing fans there. And, you know, you really get those cheers. And obviously that you heard those there last night as well. Or not last night, excuse me, Saturday night. But, like, it was a Hurricanes crowd through and through. And, like, when the Capitals came out, like, it was so loud of boos. It was so cool. And obviously the hurricanes coming out was really loud of cheers. And then the fire and the fireworks. It was so it was an experience. Like the jokes of, oh, it's time to relocate the team. They got no fans. All that. I mean, those jokes were old a while ago, but you look at that. Sold out about 57,000 people there. I think those jokes are done. Well, they should have been done a long time ago, but that, like that right there, that showed, you know, that they, those jokes need to go. And <laughs> it's definitely going to be like, you know, pull up one of the pictures or whatever from them when someone makes that comment, like, oh, yeah, no fans, sold out stadium series, you know. Uh, but you know, obviously the pregame fits for both teams, honestly, nailed it. The Hurricanes going with the old school golf, the Capitals going with you know uh, varsity letterman jackets. Yeah, you know, both teams nailed it there. Loved that. And it's definitely you know I definitely think the Hurricanes will be hosting an NHL event. Uh, sometime soon. Yeah. And I've kind of talked about it before, but I definitely feel like once the arena renovations are done and the area around has been built up some more, uh, I definitely feel that they're going to make a, a big push for an all-star game for a draft or something like that. I definitely see them doing that for sure and need to go back and listen uh but i did see where you know tom dundon you know when he was on the radio uh yesterday you know did say that you know once the stuff starts you know this off season of the renovations that one thing they are going to address is the parking there uh because 
well, that'll be something we talk about tomorrow. But you know, some folks were real. They struggled with the parking, uh, you know, sitting in traffic for so long uh, to get in and then same to get out. Uh, that's definitely going to be something that needs to be addressed. And, you know, I feel like that's just a, a byproduct of it being not an old arena, but an older arena, you know, uh, you know, it's first, it's first season was what, two 2000 or something like that you know it's you know 23 years old now uh 22 23 years old so i feel like that's just kind of gonna be something that comes with time and then you know you have so many fans there okay you know and you know it's kind of stuff like you know with state games as well you know parking can sometimes be a bit of a pain uh, you know, with so many people there. So I'm not surprised that it's going to be something that needs to be, they will be addressing something that should have been addressed a while ago. But, you know, aside from that, and then you know, some things that I feel the league and state, uh, you know, didn't necessarily uh, hit, hit a home run on, you know, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, one thing before we go, you know, obviously, yeah, you had the stadium series, but you know, yesterday you had the alumni game and you had uh Frozen Finley, uh the NC State men's team, uh men's hockey team going against uh UNC Chapel Hill's men's team. And you know the crowd that those drew ridiculous for an alumni game and a college club hockey game. They're not NCAA level, these are club teams. Drew, but I'm not sure the attendance on the alumni game. I saw the crowd, stupid crowd for an alumni game. But for the college game, seeing between 24 and 26,000, even on the low end, it's the second most attended hockey game in North Carolina history behind the stadium series. You have PNC Arena, yeah, they can. Only get about nineteen plus thousand uh, in there for hockey games. Yeah, when you factor in the standing room, which I mean we've talked about those records before. And yeah, so it's the second most attended hockey game in this in the state's history. And uh, either one puts it in the top twenty for most attended hockey games or college hockey games since two thousand two. 2001, 2002. Uh, I believe if it's the low end, uh, the 24,000 puts at 18. If it's the high end, uh, the 26, it'll put it at 15. And it's crazy to think about. I think that the university has definitely got to, I and mean, we'll see about Chapel Hill, you know, what they do there. But I think NC State, they've got to look at their men's team about getting them up to NCAA level. You know, they've been just product on the ice. They've been ready for quite some time. Uh, division one. No, uh, I think it'd definitely be a division two uh, level. Um, starting out, you know, because it is, you know, just graduating you know, from club level. Uh, but, you know, 
they they average more in attendance than some of the NCAA level programs. You know, some of like the smaller ones. You know, obviously not going to draw more than football or basketball or baseball or anything like that. But so like the smaller programs, they already average more in attendance from them. They get more of a buzz on social media than some of those other programs. So I feel like it's time for the program to like once the season is done, really sit down and look at that program and start the process of moving them to the NCAA level. I, I think it's time. They've been ready product on the ice wise for a while. They just drew one of the top 20 attended crowds in college hockey history. And they're a club team. Obviously, that's got to be some sort of club team record. Or club sports record, obviously. But, yeah. I think it's time that the university looks at that. But, again, Hurricanes, that's their most attended game. You know, outfit just under 57,000. You know, so it was a heck of a weekend of hockey uh, for the state of North Carolina. Definitely shows just how far this team and organization has come. And I'd love that they did play, you know, some 25-year anniversary videos throughout the game. That was really nice as well because it's the 25th season. I think it was perfect that the stadium series took place in uh, this season. I think it was perfect. Yeah, you know, I, I wish we could have had it, you know, when we were originally supposed to. I think it was fitting. We get in the 25th anniversary season. I feel like it was, it was fitting. Is nice, uh, but at the end of the day, that's coming gone. I'm excited to see some of the numbers of what it generated for the economy. I'm really excited to see that. I imagine we'll see that you know, within the next couple of days. But you know, it's time that's in the past. We're gonna have fun reminiscing tomorrow about all of it in one of the episodes tomorrow. But now it's time to look ahead tonight against St. Louis. We've talked about what the Hurricanes need to do. Just re- one last recap before we go what the Hurricanes need to do tonight. Get off to a strong start. They've been pretty good about that lately. Let's see that continue. Do not underestimate the Blues. I know they obviously just traded the captain and Vladimir Tarasenko. You know, they're kind of blowing things up there in St. Louis. That does not mean that you're guaranteed a win. This is the NHL. Any team can beat any team on any given night. So the Hurricanes need to come out, treat it like they would any other game, and play to win. Don't just sit back and put their feet up. St. Louis can beat you, but you need to beat St. Louis. And also playing the full 60 minutes. That's been a criticism I've had of them for quite some time. Uh, Sometimes, especially in games like this, where you feel it's one that they should come away with the win easily they don't play the full 60 where they get off to slow starts which we've seen that before or they take their foot off the gas in the third let's not see that you ain't got to run up a score on them but you got to play the full 60 minutes if you're going to get this win because again anything can happen on any given night in the nhl hurricanes do all that i think they're coming away with the win tonight and you know make sure you enjoy watching the game tonight whether you're they're at the game, whether you're at home, whether you're out, enjoy it, folks. And as always, make sure you are following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. 
myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And subscribe to the show on YouTube. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow where in one episode we recap tonight's game. And in the other, we reflect on the stadium series. And as always, let's go Canes.